Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to travel the world. Cut out again. Traveling the world, one of the best things uh, you need to do and one of the important things to do is to protect yourself against those pesky mosquitoes. And uh, for those of us who travel a lot, you'll be well accustomed to getting those mosquito bites across, uh, you know, everywhere in the world. Uh, we're currently here in Taipei, Taiwan, and we were just in Manila, Philippines. And in this area, Southeast Asia, it's actually the rainy season. Uh, so, uh, of course, when it's rainy season, the mosquitoes come out even stronger. And uh, that's why on our show here today, we have a... I don't know if you want to refer to him as that, but a mosquito expert who's going to be talking all about how we as travelers and uh, just uh, citizens in general can avoid uh, mosquitoes, ticks, pests, and bites. Uh, whether, whether, you're looking in a, whether you're living in a city, whether you're going camping, whether you're traveling overseas. So I'm super excited. Uh, this is the area that definitely bugs a lot of people, uh, pun intended. Uh, so I'm super excited to get uh, Dr. Dr. Parada uh, on the show here today, who's uh, gonna be sharing about some tips and advice. So. Dr. Parada, before we get into the subject at hand, why didn't you do a quick introduction and share a little bit more about yourself? Well, hello, I'm, I'm Dr. University Medical Center uh, at Loyola University, Chicago, and I'm an infectious disease specialist and a medical advisor to the So, Dr. Parada, why don't we get to uh, hear a little bit of your backstory on how did you get so passionate and interested in this particular area? Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that question. Could you repeat? Yeah, I just want to apologize too, by the way, because the internet doesn't seem to be very good here. But life as a digital nomad means you're never going to have perfect Wi-Fi. So apologies for the Wi-Fi issues. I'm not going to take responsibility, blame the Wi-Fi. So uh, what I was asking you, Dr. Parada, is I was going to ask you, I was asking you about, why don't you share a little bit of your backstory about how you personally got so passionate and interested and became a specialist in this area? I've long been interested in infectious diseases, even in, in medical school. That's where I did training in tropical medicine and went to work in Angola for a year. And so, was, of course, vector-born, you know, uh, insect-born uh, infections, and it has become uh, quite a, a passion of mine. diseases. So, Dr. Prada, uh, maybe we can share with um, our viewers and our listeners, uh, what are some of the concerns uh, with uh, mosquitoes and uh, insects and uh, pests and, uh, uh, you know, tell us about some of the potential concerns, uh, especially around this uh, time of season in the summer months. Well, the, the, the concerns with the main is that many of them can be life-threatening. And so there, there are a vast number of them, tick-borne infections uh, across the world, some of which are life-threatening, like Rocky Mountain spotted fever. And um, here in America, of Lyme disease, 
uh, which is the most common tick-borne infection that we have here, but there are others, Ehrlichia, Anaplasmosis, uh, and all, all of which can uh, kill you. And of course, worldwide, uh, mosquito-borne illnesses are tremendously important. Malaria, one of the greatest killers in the world. Yellow fever is very important. Dengue, chikungunya, and of course, the, the, the recent scourge of, of Zika are all very concerning. Yes, they are. I mean, uh, when you mention all these diseases, this is what prevents a lot of people from traveling. And one of my big passions, of course, on our show, on our podcast, is to inspire people to travel. And when you have all of these, um, you know, uh, viruses and disease and uh, potential life-threatening illnesses, it's quite scary. And a lot of people don't want to leave their home. Uh, so in terms of, um, you know, maybe firstly, we could talk about some areas you feel would be good to avoid uh, as a global traveler, because that's one of our focus on the show. Uh, in terms of countries or continents or areas of the world, um, would you avoid against travel in some areas, Dr. Parada? Personally, sorry, I personally enjoy traveling, and I think the main thing is taking a pro risks of travel, and uh, that's true everywhere. With regard to infectious diseases, depending upon what the are in order, for instance, yellow fever vaccine. Uh, but otherwise, you know, there are other uh, things that we can do. We can use and they work against ticks and mosquitoes. Uh, we need to be careful about the clothing that we wear. Very often, these you know, shorts and t-shirts and flip-flops, but of course, that leaves a lot of exposed skin, which to bug, sometimes we need to make some adjustments and consider wearing long sleeve shirts, long pants, uh, you know, boots, uh, you know, to your socks if you're going out for, for a, a long hike, you know, so that we can minimize the exposure. And uh, in terms of uh, vaccines, uh, you know, if you're traveling to maybe parts of South America, Latin America, Africa, um, you know, even in Asia where I am right now, uh, any particular vaccines? Because uh, you can pretty much get all of them, but uh, I, you know, like, uh, what would you suggest in terms of the main vaccines that are going to protect you against the main uh, potential illnesses? Not sure if you finished your question. I was just asking you, uh, Dr. Parada, which uh, vaccines would you suggest, especially uh, South America, Latin America, Asia, and uh, parts of Africa? Any particular vaccines you would recommend? To have travel clinics, uh, especially at a lot of the major medical centers, where there are experienced professors in advance. Which goes country by country and recommends what and other patients. And so, you know, that's really a case-by-case -case sort of answer. Uh, the great reference is the CDC Yellow Book and learning traveling where they can get specific advice depending on the country they're going to. 
yeah, the, those medical clinics are definitely good. And of course, you got to consult your local doctor and uh, uh, get advice based on that particular region, country, continent, uh, area you're going to be going to. Um, so in terms of, um, you know, when you're traveling, of course, it's hard to be 100% foolproof, even though you might be wearing uh, long sleeves, even though you might be putting bug spray. Uh, if you do get bitten, um, you know, like do you just kind of wait and see or uh, what are the risks if you get bitten? Like what can you do proactively once you've been bitten by a mosquito, which may or may not carry a fatal disease? Um, you know, keep in mind that not all insects carry infection. They're not all infected. And the other thing to keep in mind is that at the end of a day's activity, one can always do and should do a tick inspection. They will not transmit infections. Usually they have to be latched and biting uh, for, for quite some time before the infection can be emitted the tick and, and avoid infection. With regard to mosquitoes, again, it depends upon where you are and what areas. There's always malaria prophylaxis that can be taken so that even if one is bitten by the mosquito, there are a number of things that can be done even if one is, is out and getting exposed. You know, other, other ideas areas with good screens in place, very often we won't see the insects get to them and they'll be And uh, Dr. Parada, if you do um, unfortunately end up with uh, one of these diseases, uh, what would you recommend doing? Would you recommend getting it treated locally at a local uh, uh, clinic, hospital? Would you recommend being evacuated or flown back to maybe your own country where you feel safer in the con uh, confines of your own, uh, you know, native language and uh, native country? What would you, what would you advise there in terms of if you have been infected? Well, I, I think with regard to treatment, that's very situational. People is the easy access to medical care. Uh, they might be on a cruise where there's a, a ship's doctor. They might be in a major city where there's big and important university medical centers versus off in the bush. So that Uh, Dr. Parada, I'm curious to know uh, kind of uh, the current state of being and the future in terms of uh, treatments. Um, you know, where do you see uh, kind of the industry going in terms of the medical industry, in terms of helping uh, either prevent or cure? Uh, obviously, you're an expert in this area and you're, uh, uh, you know, uh, surrounded by people who are working. I'm sorry. In uh, so maybe you can share with us who are not in this field. Uh, what have you seen as uh, kind of the current state? But also maybe you can give us uh, hope for the future and a positive outlook of some of the remedies and preventive measures. Sorry.
Dr. Parada, I was just asking you about, maybe you could share with us a little bit about where do you see the future in terms of uh, medical prevention, uh, medical treatment for, um, you know, illnesses. Uh, you're working in this field quite closely, surrounded by colleagues in this field. Where do you see the future that maybe gives us a little bit of a positive outlook and hope for the future? I think that, yeah, there, there are a number of things to be said. One is there's no doubt that we've made tremendous progress. Well, we've developed a lot of medical treatments to a lot of infections. We've developed, you know, better systems with air conditions for insects to bite us. In future, I have every reason to believe we're going to continue to see progress along those. The time goes on, we do discover new infections, and infections move around the globe. Zika was originally Pacific, and now more recently it's made it to the New World. So I think we're going to see things go in both and all in all, you know, the big picture is far fewer people are dying of these vector-borne infections than in the past when there was no treatment and no vaccines. That is definitely very encouraging, definitely very encouraging. So in closing, if people wanted to find out more information, are there any websites, resources, books, uh, you know, uh, experts that you would recommend uh, for us to research more about? Yeah, the, of course, there are, there are many, many resources. And I would like to draw attention Pest Management Association, pestworld.org which has a lot of, of information uh, regarding gives a lot of information about different uh, pest-related infections. Perfect. And I'll actually have the link below. So if you're watching this on YouTube, there'll be a link right in the YouTube description. If you're listening on iTunes or one of the podcast directories, they'll be right in the show notes. So Dr. Parada, I just wanted to end off with a big thank you for all of your wisdom, insights, advice, and tips here today. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. And there's only one thing that bugs me as much as mosquitoes, and that's bad Wi-Fi. <laughs> and, you know, as travelers, you're going to be bugged by those mosquitoes, and you're going to be bugged by the poor Wi-Fi. So apologies for the bad Wi-Fi. Uh, but we were able to get, uh, you know, some great answers from Dr. Prada. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and uh, on YouTube and all of the different podcast directories. And make sure you definitely take those preventative measures so you won't be bitten on your trip. And uh, definitely wishing everyone happy travels and thanks for tuning into this episode.